I'm so tired. I don't know why I thought this was a good idea. <laughs> Same, dude. Should we just That's bail? Okay. We can. I'm not. I'm not feeling that inspired anymore. I don't know. Okay. What okay. Let, then let's let's dip. I felt the same way. I was like, I'm, dude, I'm beat. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm just, uh, dude. It's well here. It's the end of the day. Yeah. It's dude. It's seven. That's like that's chill time. Yeah. Um. Well, then maybe we just cover like two, three points of business for ourselves, and then we can move on. Um. I think. I'm curious what you think about the Patreon situation. There's I think, dude, you know what I think we should do is just get back into our flow. Yeah. And then see what happens. Now, young man, I understand that you have an alien somewhere in this house. Is that true? Yes. Well, as you know, I'm from the government. I'm part of the United States government, and I am empowered to take that alien with me. But you can't take him away. He's mine. The government is bigger than you are. Really, I have all the authority to take him, and I've got to tell you... I'm gonna take him. Can't take him away, he's mine! But it's not my choice. The president asked me to come here to get him. I don't care what the president says, he's my best friend. He can't take him away! Okay, kid, you got the job. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll do it that way. And I think if we hit it, if we hit a stride, even if it's, dude, say by the end of next episode, like while we're talking in the end of next episode, Things are going well. Mm-hmm. We mention it. We start it. Hey, we're thinking about doing one, or we just do it. Right. You know, I th- I think we're fine. We there's no need to rush into it. I mean, if you're a listener, like we're gone for a long time, we come back. Right. And we're like, hey, we're back. Give us money. <laughs> it's like, well, these guys might dip again. Right. So maybe we should get a couple under our belt. I think that's smart. And then if it feels right and the numbers look good. We'll do it. I think I keep being disappointed by like how I don't know, like how hard it is to break through, kinda. And just in general. Yeah. And I think even like part of my fear with the Patreon thing, if I'm honest, is that I don't want to fail. And I I don't want to try and then find out that no one wants to support the show. But the irony is that that's that that's the that's the point, you know. Like I, I think I'm just being honest. I mean, that's the that's the Why scary do you feel thing. that way. Because <clears throat> if we don't, it's just classic self sabotage. If we don't ask people for money, then we don't have to be confused as to why they didn't give it to us. Right. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Like I think I want to believe these numbers, for example, and I think maybe that brings us back to what are we doing this for and and how how seriously do we take it well let's talk about it real quick why did you want to do this in the first place cuz this was your idea you know you came to me years ago right when you were making rollers right before you started shooting rollers and you were like hey let's do a podcast you remember all that oh i remember it and yeah, i yeah. think so you you wanted to do it as like an outlet yeah i mean i wanted to do it as an outlet i want to do it cuz i think it's fun and I enjoy it. And I think um I think it's going to be even more fun now that we have more projects going. Then dude, maybe we just leave it in this zone. Forget Patreon or any of that kind of thing. Right. Now, or at least, you know, definitely for now. 
And like, right. who cares? You know, dude, if those numbers are totally, maybe they aren't totally wrong. Right. So I could get, I could give two shits personally, like yeah. in terms of getting big or not big, like it's exciting to see an uptrend. Right. But it's also like, all right, who cares? No, I think that's a good perspective. That's how I feel. And I think, um, I want to push ourselves to release regularly and like just moving in the direction of mm. a more professional direction. Yeah. Whatever that really ends up looking like, we should just treat it like another one of our projects. And right. And I think that would be fulfilling to me apart from the idea of revenue generation. Do you feel like it's not currently being done right? I don't know. It's funny. Like I love the broadness of it i love the meandering stuff but there is always this nagging part of me that's like what would it take for it to be more of a genuine resource for the niche audience of like filmmakers and what is but here's here's the thing dude is that what you're trying to do you know are you trying to make like an educational thing or are you basically trying to have like an outlet to shoot the shit to talk about stuff you know right <clears throat> sincere question uh-huh. and no, that's i a good question yeah i think it's i think it's that i mm-hmm. mean that's what we enjoy about it um and right. maybe we're wrong maybe that's stupid maybe it should be more like okay guys this is x y and z thing and i'm gonna explain to you how it works like we could do that but do we want to Right. I mean, people want to learn stuff for sure. And I think telling stories and right. explaining pro- <coughs> like our specific circumstances, that's the only thing people care about. Because if somebody wants to know like how to make a doc, they're going to watch a series of like high, right. high quality YouTube videos. No, that's a good point. And I, I have so no it's like, but dude, that. definitely you do this already, but it's like teach people stuff, talk about interesting stuff. But I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to talk you into anything. No, 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 no. I, I, I agree. I'm just like the thing that has been interesting when I, even when I was going through it today, like past episodes, it's really a big story. It's kind of like the story right. of your life and your you, just you, mostly your life. Like, cause you're, I'm, I'm almost playing this like straight guy, right? Sort not straight guy, but like it's just crazy, dude. I mean, one day. You'll. I was thinking about Rosie too. If I was like, if I got hit by a bus, she could go back and listen to these and like, right, hear one you know part of my life and and I think that's part of what I like about it. We both, to your point, like we have very important specific roles within the show that have evolved and yeah, they're both meaningful and naturally arise out of who we are as people. And. I agree. I mean, maybe I just need to put on my big boy pants again and like, this isn't the big boy pants part, but what you're saying, why are we doing this? Well, to go back to your original question, there is this weird part of me that loves the obsessive documentation of the moment. Right. And I wonder if part of this is that I'm just, I'm looking at my life right now Mm. and I'm realizing that I am almost problematically prolific. And I don't mean that. In a, <laughs> I don't mean that in an arrogant, like humble brag way. I mean, I am obsessed with creating and almost allergic to the distribution. And right. 
and I'm looking at my room. Literally right now, I'm looking at like four pieces of art that I made, and I don't know what the fuck to do with them. I don't even want to do anything with them. I'm just kind of glad they exist, and I have a freaking giant binder full of 35 millimeter film negatives that I took, and I want to take more, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with those either, and I don't know what to do with like this other this this drawer in my filing cabinet that has about a thousand pages worth of handwritten notes from the last two and a half years that I'm like slowly turning into a book that's probably never going to get finished, and I lump and then I end up lumping in the podcast with that in a way that th- all of that culminates in there's a narrative in my head sometimes it's like dude you have to monetize that you have to do something with it you have to whatever but there's another part of me it's like that also doesn't have to be true and maybe there's something to be said for just getting the reps in no matter what that thing is and just enjoying that process and the impermanence of it and if someone else finds value in it down the road let that happen or if i decide that i want to turn more if i want to like make some prints of the stuff i've drawn great that's cool but like maybe there's a temptation with this podcast the same way there is with everything else in my life where i do kind of have to actually fight myself to leave that art in my house and not turn it into a job because as soon as I turn it into a job, it's stressful and I stop doing it. You know, dude, remember, um, you asked us when it was like you, me and Elizabeth, maybe even right before Elizabeth started, you asked me to read a book. It's like a business book and it talked about the different types of roles Mm. that a person can play. Do you remember that book, dude? Tribal leadership. It might've been tribal leadership. I need to go back and read it. I don't think it was though. It was like, I can't remember, dude. But anyway, the guy basically breaks down. It was about entrepreneurship. And he was like, these are the different hats that an entrepreneur has to wear. And he describes each of them. And they're like dreamer, manager, Mm -hmm. worker, you know, all the different possible roles. And I remember thinking about you. I'm like, man, you run through these types really frequently. Where you're like in worker mode where you're like, I'm just going to get as much done as I can. And then you get in manager mode where you're like surveying all of the things going on and like, how can I make this better? How can I change this? And then you get into dreamer mode. You know, you you shift through all these things. And that was kind of what the point of the book was that you have to do this as an entrepreneur. (laughs) And sometimes, dude, I can detect when you shift into a different like mindset. You know, so if you get in like manager mindset about the podcast, you're going to be like wanting to, you know, tweak it and like monetize it or whatever. And then other times you're just like, yeah, let's, we're fucking making this. And then other times you're like, look at these numbers. You know, you get the idea, obviously. Yeah. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just reluctant to change it, but I'm like, there's, you know, it's got this quirky, like it's real simple and, but. But my point is, if anybody is enjoying this, they're not going to enjoy it more because we start the podcast like, hi, welcome. You know, we don't want to do that. Well, and I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know that I necessarily. It doesn't have to be like that. No, but I I agree. I mean. um, I just want to push back a little bit where I'm like, hey, not if it's not 
broken, don't fix it. Cause I'm like, I'm definitely open to tweaks and like, I'm, I'm open to whatever, but I'm like, if you think this is good, if you think it's working and if the numbers are bearing that out, it's almost like, let it go. Let, let's just treat it the way we've treated it. Right. Because people, dude, we, we like doing it, which comes across. And if we formalize it or I just feel like yeah. it, it's going to become a different thing. You know, if we do, like you said, treat it like a project. I'm like, yeah, of course we have to, like we should set deadlines. We should meet the deadlines, all that kind of stuff. But in terms of the actual content, I, I don't feel like it should be that kind of thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm no, being sentimental. I, I agree. I mean, um, I'll give you an example. I'm even, I'm thinking yeah. about our conversation right now and I'm thinking, is this a podcast episode or is this not a podcast episode? And the reason I keep even asking myself that is because are you in still a way, recording this? <laughs> you <yeah>. are. <laughs> I didn't realize that. No, I well, and, and in a way, I think it's a relevant question because there is a version of the podcast that we're discussing where this is not a podcast episode. And there's another if, version of the podcast <laughs> we're discussing where it is because we don't give a fuck. Sure. I can imagine part of the audience that's, like interested in this even weirdly. And I don't know that that's true, but also I don't know that it's not true because I know what I like about the podcast. It's kind of partly that it's funny and it's partly that it's interesting and a window into movie stuff or whatever, but it's also just a window into something. It's a window into I mean, I don't know, a, a, an aspect of the self-awareness of like the artistic process. Mm -hmm. And I think that comes out in a lot of ways. But that's what's cathartic about it for me to do it is the, right. the episodes I think about most fondly are the ones where there was some sort of crisis going on. And right. And we worked through it Does on that the make air. Does that want to manufacture crises in your life? Well, no, but well, I mean, I do that. I think that's true. If I'm honest, I do that all the time. I'm doing it right now. Really? This is an example. Really? Yeah, that's that's what this is. You're creating drama. I am. That's exactly what this is. I'm creating drama and saying the podcast is broken. Let's fix it because my life, because uh, I'm addicted to that adrenaline and that drama. And I think, in a way, I don't care if we air this or not. But my point is, I think. Maybe, maybe that's what we're talking about is like, is this a kind of punk rock, lo-fi, we're in the garage, literally making some shit that we love on cassette tapes, or is it a different thing? And maybe- yeah, it's definitely that. It is that. And I think to that extent, it's like even, I think part of what I feel is like, well, what's the brand of the show or what's- does every episode have to be X, Y, or Z? And and again, whether or not we air this, it's just funny to me to think about this is an example of like what we deal with on a regular basis is how to just do the thing we're doing and figure out where it fits in. I, I still can't believe that you said you create drama for an adrenaline rush that's crazy really <laughs> that's the craziest. it's crazy to me i thought that was a <laughs> yeah, totally normal thing that everyone does i mean i don't do it consciously yeah yeah no no i'm not surprised like 
that you just expose a character defect. I just think it's it's crazy. I mean, right. I don't really mean crazy, but it's like I mean, think about well, dude, because it makes me think because I'm on the other side of that. You know what I mean? Right. So then I'm right. right. You run. It made me think of this story, dude. I was riding with a guy in a car. And I always, I'm like kind of self-conscious. I'm I'm awkward. I feel like I'm awkward. And he and I were having this conversations and I, I said something to him about the moon landings being fake. Like I asked, have you heard the theory that the moon landings are fake? And he's like, oh yeah. And we had this great conversation. Right. And then the next day we were talking and I said to him something like, Hey, if you ever feel awkward talking to somebody, just ask him about a wacky theory. <laughs> Cause it gets everybody talking and it's like, it works like a charm, especially if you feel uncomfortable. That's and he looked tactic. at me like, yeah, I thought I, and I was like giving him a friendly tip. You know, he straight up looked at me, dude was like pissed. And he was like, you did that to me yesterday. Oh, interesting. And was like pissed about it. And I was like, uh, I didn't even know how to respond. And immediately I'm like super self-conscious and awkward. <laughs> but that's funny. I mean, if you're saying what you just said, I'm like immediately thinking back about all the, everything that's transpired. And I'm like, was that what that was? Interesting. Well, you know what I mean, I mean, since we're naturally leading into this, I mean, we, we said we were going to talk about the doc. You know, are we doing a podcast episode right now? I I mean, we can keep it short, but we, 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 let's look at this. We're making a documentary. Like the documentary we're making is about me growing up in Sandtown, which is a neighborhood in West Baltimore. As you know, everyone else doesn't necessarily know that. And we'll get into it eventually. But the point is, it's very, it's a 30 minute teaser episode. I think it is. It's, it's becoming that. But put it this way, uh, while I'm still on that, I think part of why I th- part of why I'm cool with this turning into a 30 minute teaser episode. I-, I like the episodes a little shaggy, you know. And I wonder if you were just been- telling you were just telling us so we had to freaking dress them up. I know. I gotta I gotta process through things. That's what I love about this <laughs> show. I need time okay. to process. I think I I like I like them shaggy. But anyway, my point is. So we're doing this doc, right? It's very personal. It's frankly very scary for me to do it. Um, I'm going back to the place I grew up that I really haven't spent more than 10 total hours in since I moved away. And and, right. and largely because it's the, the hood and I have a lot of like weird trauma from there that makes me just kind of not like going back. And I'm going back and I'm talking to probably it will be dozens of of people that I grew up with and making an entire feature film about this organization that my parents helped start and that I was a part of and that all of these people I grew up with were part of. Obviously, you're you're going to be helping produce it. Point is, I mention it in part because, yes, fine, we're doing a podcast episode now, but also because because. Dude, we almost blew the whole thing up like two weeks ago. Oh, jeez. We almost, you were there. We almost blew the entire thing up like two weeks ago. And it's just funny because we came back around because we processed our way through it. But that is a perfect example of, I think, probably, if I'm honest, me creating drama without realizing it and saying, Interesting. I talked about this with, with a couple people like, I'm not 
comfortable making this movie for like I I I I am scared, so I come up with reasons why I'm not the right director to do it. And I come up with reasons why now's not the right time. And I'm a really good hat switcher, like you said, and I'm a really good justifier and rationalizer. And so I can make a pretty damn convincing argument. And and, and, and I, honestly, dude, I'd say the same for you, that like both of us are capable of that. And so that's kind of the irony of it is I think that we can come, sometimes feed that. But my point is, and not even in a bad way. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's hilarious because that's exactly what that, like it, it, it was, I think if I look back, it's like I started having doubts about this doc because now I realize because I'm scared shitless to make it. Mm. Um, at the time I thought because I, I had a million other reasons. Like I, I, I want to get back on a, on a normal set and I want to, all sorts of stuff, you know, and we can debrief it like later, but that's what's at the core of that. I'm scared. I'm fucking scared. And I'm scared to admit that this podcast is what this podcast is. I listen to other podcasts and they have these fancy guests and shit. And I look at other podcasts that are more niche and they have so many fucking people listening to them. And I'm like, what are we doing wrong? Because and the answer is nothing. We're not doing anything wrong. We're not even doing this for people. We're doing it because we love doing it. And in a way, I think that's it, it's it, the drama comes up when I'm not willing to admit that. In this case, with this podcast, I I I want to make it more niche or I want to make it more broad. Either one, because I feel like there's a way to fix it and it'll make me feel better if I do. And and in the case of the doc, well, dude, I almost did it with rollers. Mm. I almost fucking killed the whole movie three weeks before production. You remember that? Not three weeks, but five. There's a whole pie. There's a whole series about that in the like in the <laughs> teens. There's like four episodes where I almost killed rollers for Let no reason. Literally no reason. The money was literally in the bank, and I almost gave it back to my investor and said, "I can't make this movie." A month before we made it. That's fucking crazy. And we literally almost did the same thing with this doc. <laughs> we have money sure. in the bank from an investor who wants us to make this movie. And I almost gave it back to him and came up with 40,000 reasons why we can't make it instead of just making it. And now I'm pumped to make it. Don't get me wrong. I'm scared. But like what a bizarre psychological pattern we find ourselves in sometimes, you know, how much more stuff do you, could you get done if you didn't do this? The podcast? No, no, no. If you didn't do this, um, <clears throat> what do you call it? Self-destruction or self-sabotage? Yeah, it's self It's a form of, of self-sabotage. Well, I'll put it this way. I, my, my self-sabotaging cycles used to be much longer and much more destructive. I think I can point to series of months that were completely not wasted, but just total, total self-destructive spirals where I, 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 I almost blew up, not just like a movie that could kind of get put back together. But I mean, dude, I almost blew up Fancy Rhino, the company I started. I almost blew that thing up so many times, like so many times. <laughs> 
I would reinvent. Really? I, dude, I reinvented the business. I, I, my employees. We had so many employees. They and they were smart, and they'd be like, "Dude, you can't reinvent our business model again. We did this six fucking weeks ago. Right? You can't reinvent the business model. We haven't even figured out how to implement this one. But so my point is, I, I don't do that anymore. I catch myself in a matter of days or whatever, and and even sooner. I mean, like, dude, right now, I we, I caught myself. You know, we we caught we caught me, we caught us. I caught myself, whatever, in the span of this <laughs> podcast episode. Sure. You know, so in a way, like, could I get a lot more done? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the next. Fit. That's Zay two point oh. Three point oh. It's three It's three point now for sure. But I gotta. I'm. I'm. I am ready to stop being I'm ready to stop being a little bitch, dude. You know, I I, <laughs> I don't like it. It doesn't make me feel good about myself. And and as we were saying earlier, we were texting about this uptick in listenership and we were texting about um going back and like looking at the show with a little bit of distance now and and realizing we're proud of it and I'm tired of apologizing for that shit. I'm a, you know, like this doc, I, I, I think I caught myself to the point of making drama. I think this afternoon mm. I caught myself thinking, thinking and, and, and saying to you that we're in a position to make a really, really cool movie, but I'm on the record saying that before and then getting my fucking shit stomped by the difficulty of making a movie. And I'm, that's where that comes from. That's where the self-sabotage comes from. Or uh, an image that popped into my head. I was watching Watchmen, which is an incredible series, and and you would love it because I know you've read the graphic novel, and it's it's really <laughs> really good. But there's this moment, and it's not from the graphic novel, but there's this moment where one of the characters, it's a flashback, and one of the characters is in a fun house with this girl, and he's this like Bible thumping kid who you know has been brought by this weirdo to evangelize this carnival and um he's in jersey you'll like it <laughs> anyway i love jersey i love jersey he's in jersey we got to do a jersey pilgrimage sometime he's in jersey at this carnival and he, this girl kind of seems to be taking pity on him and um because these other guys are kind of whooping up on him because he's because he's you know he's got tracks and stuff and she mm-hmm. leads him into this fun house, gets him, gets his clothes off, kind of really pressures him, gets his clothes off, and then runs out with his clothes. And I wish I could say that that didn't feel really familiar. I mean, don't get me wrong, that never happened, but like I am fucking terrified of getting my hopes up about stuff. You know, I, I, I have a pattern. Well, then don't. Right. Right. I mean, right. But at the same time, like, as we've discussed so many times, this there's a way to not get your hopes up without living in this kind of mediocrity, too. You, you know, like, I got to have joy in my life. I got to be I got to be willing to accept the things that come that are good. And right now, you're right. I mean, I don't need to have expectations about how big the show could be or whatever, or how good this movie could be. But there's nothing wrong with being excited about the fact that it's shaping up. 
No, for well, and I think I get those conflated in my mind. It's That's not. I think what I'm trying you just to say. said you just said it's shaping up, and I'm going to assume you meant that it's taking form and not on its way to completion. <clears throat> completion. Yeah, exactly. It's growing. It 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 is beginning to feel like it wants to be made. You're. It, it's taking on life. Let's put it that way. I uh, yeah this phase of this project is the is like you the euphoric phase and the unfortunate thing is that it's all downhill from this feeling because when the rubber meets the road and you actually have to solve these problems and take care of these challenges it's much more difficult and less fun as it materializes you know yeah but there's something not to suck your joy away. No, but my I mean, point is that it's, oh, it's got to be balanced. <laughs> Sorry, it's no, not be... by you. I'm saying that's how I came into this. It was gone already. Right. Well, that's the thing, dude. It's got to be a balance. Like if you're all hyped right now, and it's disproportionate to how you're going to feel later. It's a, it's good to be excited, but also it's it, you just have to keep it in balance because you're gonna. It, you're going to be disappointed. That's what's next. It's right. like the come down from a high, you know, you're right. on a high right now. And then like people like us, it's not a great, I mean, not to no, be weird dangerous. about it. It's dangerous dude. Cause then you yeah. ch start chasing that feeling. And when it's, when you're not getting that feeling, you're like, how can I get out of this? And then go right. back to having that feeling again, mm. you know? I'm not trying to be critical of you. I mean, no, this is no, true no. It's, for it's everybody. Very good. I'll tell you, I'll put it another way. I think, first of all, I think you're right. And I mentioned Deepak Chopra in the last episode, but I was listening to this kind of meditation affirmation thing. And he said, today, he says he has this great way of talking. He has this Indian accent. And he's like, don't do it. I won't. But he's like, <laughs> he's like, today. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was offensive. He says, today, I will not become attached to pleasure so that it becomes an addiction. Mm. He says it better. I wish I could remember the exact wording. But basically, it's like... That's pleasure, pretty clear. Yeah, pleasure's pretty great until you want yeah. it to continue longer than it needs to, and then you have to find an artificial way to continue it. And... I think in another way of putting it, maybe what I'm experiencing right now is, and it's what you're saying, just to be clear, it is what you're saying, but it's a little, the nuance of it, I think is important to me. It's, I want to, yeah, I want to feel different right now than I do. And that is the source of a hundred percent of my anxiety. It's it's not the circumstances. It's not the fact that the movie is going to get hard. Because in a way, I'm actually partly antsy because I'm ready to get into the, into the muck of it. It's the fact that right now, I got to just take it easy. And that is so fucking hard for me. So I make drama. That's what it is. <laughs> what should I? <laughs> what should you know what I saying? do when... Yeah, totally. What should I do when you do that? No, I think that's what we're doing now. It's great. We talk it out. And you feel you're satisfied? 
I am, yeah, I feel great. I think, I mean, look, it's funny, you know, there's always, this is like, well, this is nothing new. This show has always been on-air therapy to some extent, but <laughs> but that's that's the way it always works. There's the there's the thing that I think is the problem. There's the thing that I then throw up as a distraction when that distraction there's the secondary distraction. And then there's the real issue. And honestly, the real issue right now is everything's this is the real issue, John. Everything's fine. That's the issue. That is literally, I don't know why, but that is the issue because I am just wired that way. Like I have to, I have to have drama and, but again, what's different than what it used to be is I know that that's a pattern now. I didn't used to know that that was a pattern. Um, Yeah, but you got to do something about that. It's a waste of your resources, man. Yeah. Hold up. I'm Googling it. You're Googling. There's tons of info, bro. No, I mean, I go to therapy. I'm dealing with it at therapy, but it's... In a way, it's partly just I... I'll say this. I mean, even even in the last couple years, I just... I don't really have a lot of distractions in my life anymore, you know? And so to your question of, like, how much more could I get done if that wasn't an issue... I don't know that I could get a lot more done than I do. I mean, I, I, I'm a little bit of a workaholic, if anything. You do plenty. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I think for me, the better outcome is not what more could I get done, but what, how much happier could I be? Right. You know, and, and, yeah. and I also think that my happiness would greatly, greatly contribute to the quality of the work that I do. So it's, it's very much worth considering on every angle. It's just, it's funny, man. It's just a weird, weird process. A lot of really happy artists through time. <laughs> not really no but maybe you shouldn't maybe you shouldn't be happy dude i was listening to david show on rogan and and he was kind of saying this he said for a long time he thought that you know he thought i i can't i don't deserve to be happy i can't be happy i i will not only be unsuccessful if i'm happy but i will i i don't deserve it so why would i even go for it and it really resonated with me what he said next. He said, but I realized that that's, that's something I'm telling myself. That's not based in reality. And he said, I want to experiment with the idea that maybe I can make truly great transcendent art in part because I learn how to be happy and I learn how to ride the waves of life and I learn how to be content. And and that might lead me to make the kind of art that people who are deeply unhappy never could have made. And it doesn't make it better or worse. It just means that's a different path to making great art. And I think at the root of that is is the issue of of feeling like I don't deserve to be happy. And it's funny that that comes up relating to this documentary because I'm scared to make the documentary in part because I don't feel like, I mean, the, the, the the doc is so much about making peace with my past and making peace with people in my past and all of us kind of like processing it together in a way that I think is probably going to be really honest and cathartic and, and really healing for a lot of us. But man, to do that, I got to start to accept the fact that I deserve that and that, that I'm allowed to want that and that it's okay for me to want 
to do a really hard thing, which is go back and talk to a bunch of people that I haven't seen in a long time about this crazy experience we all had together and, and process through it and see what comes up. I got to, I got to believe in my soul that I deserve the benefits of that, namely to be a, a more whole person. Otherwise I am going to keep throwing up pro- problems in, in my way. I don't know. What do you, sure. what do you think is the, is, is the, what, what makes you nervous about this? You think I'm going to go off the deep end or something? Um, you, oh, a hundred percent you will, dude. A hundred percent. Without a doubt. Not the deep end. I mean, you're not going to go nuts, nuts. Okay. Let me ask you a question. I just Do asked you, th- you one. You didn't even answer. Yeah, no, no. But, but I did. I said, yeah, a hundred percent. You will. A hundred percent. Somebody, somebody asked me, um, how, how I was feeling about life. Somebody I don't talk to all that often. I was, they were like, how do you feel about life? And I was like, man, if you had asked me two days ago, I would have told you that everything was over, that we should just like pack it up. And now I don't feel that way at all. I mean, you know, that's true of me. Mm. I could flip on a dime. So that's when I say you're going to go off the deep end at some point, without a doubt. In the next three months, there something. Don't you think? Am I wrong? Don't you think something will happen and you'll be like, you'll be feeling totally different about this? Mm. That was definitely my experience through the rollers process, which was different, right? But I don't think it will be different. I think people run in cycles generally, and um, yeah, you'll have you'll have some crisis. You know, not a big one, but you'll have some crisis that you work through and then come out victorious on the other side. Right. So you're like character. It's your character arc. Right. You got to have the story, man. Mm. We're having a mini one right now. This is like a foreshadowing, right? This is a perfect foreshadowing for the doc in that way. Um, Or even really the next phase of my life. I mean, it's... I was just complaining to my wife, you know, I was saying... Mm. First of all, there's a problem. I'm complaining. What do I have to complain about? Nothing. Yeah, what were you complaining about? Well, what I was complaining about, and and again, this is, I want to, you know, I want to catch myself quicker. I I Mm. think like that's, uh, I want to, that's a side note. That's not what I was complaining about, but that's something that I think we can try in this, in this next one. You know, we can, we can spend more time looking at the positive and less time looking at the negative. I think that's progress. It may take 20 more years to get really good at it, but it's progress. What I was complaining about though. So I, so I want to catch myself and and say, well, maybe next time I don't need to actually complain. Maybe next time I can just look at this as man, today's workout, today's life workout really was hard. You know, I don't complain about a hard workout. I do. Cause, Cause I know I can quit the workout. Mm. I, I do it because I want to get stronger. And I know I'm the one that has the choice whether to do it or not. And in a way, I got to frame my life like that. Like my life is a workout. There's not the 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 success or failure that I often set up as, as these sort of like weird paradigms. But anyway, so what I was complaining about was I, I just was thinking 
man, I feel like I keep making so much progress and then everything levels up with me and everything is just as hard as it was I, I before I made progress. I keep, it's like I, I used to hate playing games like Age of Empires because as soon as I had the army I wanted, the game was over. And it and, right. the, and and in a way that's the that's the thing that's life baby that's the zen <laughs> way like you just keep doing it it's a cycle I would not want the easy path I don't I I have obviously not chosen the easy path and I gotta just start loving I I gotta start loving the path but dude think about to your point you know you brought this up earlier like. Well, it's technically three seasons because somehow we split. Somehow we split all of the previous sixty-nine episodes into quote three seasons. I don't know what the break points were per se, but like very vague. Yeah, let's call it season one. You know, season one, the arc of season one. I I think it took me. Don't get me wrong. I had moments where I realized this along the way, but dude, I I really think that the arc there was was getting to this point where I'm at now, where sure. I'm even yeah. aware of the fact that life is a struggle and that that's okay. And it's gonna be a was, five episode season. Yeah, because there's nothing to talk blazing about. Th- well, you're blazing through the cycle. But the beauty is, is like I'm gonna hit a whole new set of obstacles, and they're gonna be right. just as hard. And they're going to look different. You know, it is like the hero's journey and, and we all have one. We all, as long as we keep accepting the calls to adventure, whatever that looks like in each of our own lives, you know, the, the beasts in the maze are going to keep being there and they're just going to be skinned a little differently. They're going to look a little different than they did the first time. And they're going to have some different moves and they're going to trip us up. But eventually you just get better at handling whatever happens. And in a way, I think that's that's what I want to see change in myself. That That's what I, I, because I want to be able to take on bigger projects in my personal life and professionally. You know, I, I think, man, one day I want to make the kinds of movies that seem quite literally impossible to me right now. They're going to be just as scary as the first one. They'll just be scary for different reasons. And I want to put myself in those situations. I don't want to I don't want to make another movie that I know how to make. We don't need that movie. <laughs> I don't know. How does that strike you? What It's like a little bit um Am I getting in your head? Is that part of the problem? Am I making you question everything now? <laughs> no, not really. I'm uh I mean, you're going through a thing, right? You're you're grappling with the fact that you're about to undertake a really big project. Yeah, but I don't want to and... overstate it. I mean, I I feel like I was going through a thing. I, I I'm kinda over it already. I'm pretty much ready to I'm ready to bounce now. Like I'm ready to go get this doc going, baby. I'm ready. Right. Well, what are you gonna do? Well, I don't know. Keep going. I just I just wanted to clarify that point. I just the conversation is like I don't know. It's like almost unfruitful. It's like too much thinking about possibilities and like projecting in the future, you know. You mean where we started? You, 
no, where we're at right now, like hmm. thinking about what this means and what, you know, <clears throat> what this, how this feels to you and how difficult it potentially could be the whole time. I just thought maybe we're overthinking this, you know, <laughs> just right. generally I'm like carpenters that are like, all right, they look at the plans. They're like, let's just fucking get to work. It's a different mindset. It's less creative. No, it's creative, but it's less creative. But I'm like, we just need to get to work. You yeah. Know, that's the, that's the, my mode. I'm like, I can't, I can't project. I'm too nervous to project like, Hey, if this is a hit, I'm like, I can't even think about that. No. And I you think know? you're right not to, or if, what if this moves people? I'm like, that's the goal, but I can't start thinking about that. I can't think about their reaction now or how I'm going to feel about that. I mean, I can right. try to elicit a reaction, but I, do, I don't want to preload that stuff, dude, because then when you get in there and people don't at, react like that, some people do and some people don't. And at some point we'll be showing this to people and we'll be hearing, you know, some people will like it and it'll be obvious and that will be thrilling. But then several other people will have lots of notes and, you know, it's going to be this whole process. So if I start getting amped now about how people are going to respond to this, I'm just in for sheer disappointment later mm. when somebody I see somebody watching it and they're like yawning oh, or like just asking questions like wait who was that person you know so i can't get excited now i just have i i can't do it i won't do it i think that is an incredibly healthy perspective and and again just to continue it's all to fear it's not noble dude this is just pure fear you know yeah it's but the... i also think i think we are experiencing the same fear and reacting to it in different ways i think my reaction is uh, a little bit more flaily, a little more. Let me let me blow it up and put it back together in a way that will work. <laughs> right, and I think your your go to is a little bit more like Denial. abandon expectations. <laughs> and, right, and, and and I think in a way that's. I think we both do both of those things at different times, but I also think. Those are kind of our go-tos. And I think in a way, you're right. This is a preview of of the coming season in a way. Especially, dude, now that you are a a full-on, in-the-trenches-with-me producer of this project and not a semi-objective observer, I think we're going to get to see a new side of Uncle Johnny Bear, baby. Cause like, oh, highly doubtful. Because I think it's going to, I think it's going to, in the same way that it has me, I mean, I think we're going to, we are processing through this together in a way that I think in the past it has been a little bit more, especially before I think you got really involved in like the edit, especially that was when I think it trained, but there was a period of time where there was a, where, where you had a certain amount of distance that gave you, I think the ability to come at it from a slightly more ob objective standpoint. And now we're just like, we're, so now we need a new co-host. Yeah, exactly. We definitely which we need you know, a third partial impartial third party. Or or this is just what season two looks like is us going through it together. I mean, I think that's back to what is this fucking show and why do we do it every week? I think we do it because it's fun. 
it's interesting. I mean, just to bring it full circle, why are we making this doc? I think you're right to uh, maybe, maybe again, maybe your motivation or the stimulus causing this reaction is fear. But I think you are absolutely right to say, let's get to work. I think that is 100% the right reaction. I think where, where it might get you in trouble is if you, uh, if you force yourself not to enjoy the work. Yeah, I'll definitely enjoy parts of it. Um, I, I talk, you know, it's already interesting and, um, but yeah, man, I just, I do not want to be disappointed. And so if, if I think about this like a house and it's like, let's just, let's put it together the best we can. Right. That's it's kind of the best you can hope for. And like, I'm just generally not interested in other people's opinions, you know, yeah, uh, particularly strangers. Like I'm interested in my friends' opinions, of course, but strangers' opinions, I, I don't care. Yeah. Um, can I, can I share a, an old, pro, uh, an ancient proverb yeah, that I wrote? I wish you would. I'm stumbling around grasping no, for things to say. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I wrote, I wrote this actually. It's not an ancient proverb, but for, foregone conclusions lead to forlorn beginnings. The shit's not going to go the way you think. So you might as well just enjoy what's in front of you. And as if, as if this episode is not, plenty of proof that I'm terrible at that. It's at least something to strive for, you know? And I think for you, like I have these ridiculous visions of grandeur pretty often. And, and, and you often, I think very appropriately remind me to stay out of that. And I think, but my role can also be sometimes to say, Hey dude, also though, we can make this happen. We did put out 69 episodes of this podcast and that's something we should be proud of. I don't give a shit how many people listen to him, even though it's a bigger number than either of us expected. It doesn't actually matter. It doesn't matter how many people listen to the ones in the future. It doesn't matter if the doc is, quote, good. But if we make it as good as we can, we'll be thrilled about that. Agreed. I'll read you a real, a real, a real bit of ancient wisdom. <clears throat> Fishes are born in water. Man is born in Tao. If fishes born in water seek the deep shadow of pond and pool, all their needs are satisfied. If man born in Tao sinks into the deep shadow of non-action to forget aggression and concern, he will lack nothing. His life is secure. Moral, all the fish needs is to get lost in water. All man needs is to get lost in Tao. Leave it there. Yeah. 